Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name's Kat. I am one of these uncertain people. Always have been, probably always will be. <laughs> um, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about the concept of taking up space. This concept has like a few layers to it. So I wanted to start first by talking about the two most common hate comments I get on my videos and what they really reveal about, you know, men and women and their dynamic slash how they've been taught to function in society. Um, it's really interesting because I don't get a lot of hate comments. Like I'll get odd disagreeing comments um, or like open discussion comments, but like actual hate comments I don't really get, like nothing crazy. But these two are very, like have really stood out to me because of what they reveal about the people commenting and about kind of what goes on within personal development and how we are kind of stuck in these certain limiting beliefs about ourselves and how we have to function in the world and how we tend to like project them to other people who are doing the things that we think we shouldn't be doing. So the two most popular hate comments, one is from men and one is from women. Like the two, they're two different topics, but one's from men, one's from women. The one from men is about um, the fact that I post regularly, right? Like I post twice a day, you know, throughout the week. I'll take like a few days off on the weekend, but I'm I'm a regular poster and I like that. I like creating content. The more I create, the more ideas come to me for more content. So it's like you have to kind of keep the gears turning in order to be able to create constantly. Um, but yeah, so men men tend to not like the fact that I create regularly, that I, that I put myself out there regularly. And women, on the other hand, always talk about how I speak too slowly. They tell me to speed up, that I'm taking too much time, that I have to get to the point. And it's really interesting because I think, first of all, those two things are pretty much like my, like one of the most likable, <laughs> likable things about me, but like they're part of my brand in a sense, right? Like I like to post regularly. I'll put out like I'll put out like medium long clips regularly so that people have something to to constantly like think on like thoughts to chew on you know food for thought and also I like to take my time when I when I think about these things and I talk about them because I think it's necessary to take a break while you're speaking to process thoughts to have them to like mull them over right and I do that with my podcast too like I just I don't like being very scripted, so I tend to just kind of go with the flow as I'm talking and see what comes up because I find that's when I really get my best work out there, really, when I just let myself kind of go. I have a, co a topic in mind and I just speak. Um, but what's really revealing about these two comments is that both of them are showing these two, these people's dislike of the fact that I'm taking up space. And I know it has nothing to do with me specifically, right? I'm not taking that personally, but it has to do with the idea of not feeling worthy enough to take up space so when you see somebody else doing it so openly it like triggers you a little bit right so for men for example and some of the men i, I made a video about this on tiktok and there are a few men that confirmed this um this perception that i had um men i think are often taught that they shouldn't do things and then ask for validation for them they shouldn't ask for attention on what they're doing they shouldn't ask people to look at them to say like look this is what i made don't you like it you know men aren't taught to do that a lot they're taught to be like very like to have a lot of humility and just keep quiet and just do what they need to do and you know that's not that's not fair and i don't think i think everyone deserves attention for the work they put out into the world right so it makes me a little bit sad to see when I see these comments, not sad that I'm being like 
attacked, quote unquote, but because they must truly feel that way about themselves and whatever work they want to put out there. And this concept of not taking up space from like with posting regularly or promoting yourself doesn't isn't only limited to my comment section. Like people in my real life, like men that I have, you know, been around, dated, whatever, have this same idea. And it's and I because I'm a creative and as a creative, you have to put your work out there a lot. I find myself like I find that I trigger that in them right because I have to be somebody that does that regularly so when they're in my in my presence as I'm doing this they they get triggered it it triggers that mentality in them and so they make those comments that are you know kind of offensive sometimes but also again it's just very revealing and then with regards to the comments from women I think women are often taught to keep quiet most of the time we should be seen and not heard you know we have to be like pretty little objects but we shouldn't have too much of an opinion we shouldn't talk too much we shouldn't talk slowly because talking slowly means you're asking like it's authoritative to talk slowly to take your time and we always have the fear that you know someone's going to interrupt us when we're talking so we have to be quick quick to get our thoughts out um and I, I don't subscribe to that like I don't sometimes I speak quickly usually when thoughts are coming at me really quickly so I'll try to get them out at once but a lot of the time I take my time to speak and I also tend to repeat my thoughts because I think I think it's important to repeat thoughts because that's how they stick in your brain, right? Affirmations, you don't just say them once. You have to repeat them to yourself, right? And so even in my videos, when I'm trying to get a point across, I tend to repeat the certain statements or thoughts to really get that point across in the video, right? And so that's also like another part of the problem they have with me taking my time. But yeah, it's really interesting and those comments inspired me to talk about the idea of taking up space and why we might um, fear it, what it might mean, how to kind of get over it. And yeah, like how it applies not only to creatives like myself, but to everybody in, in every part of life and in different careers. So yeah, I think the first aspect of that is that not just men in this scenario, everybody, we're often, I think in this society, not taught to ask for praise right? We're taught to kind of put our heads down, do our work, just take it easy. Like, don't, don't ask for attention. Don't be seen. And I'm sure some people are taught to, to, you know, try to shine and, you know, put themselves out there. And that's great. Um, love that. But many of us, I think, especially in childhood, are taught to kind of, you know, don't step on anyone's toes, Be especially for people pleasers. You know, I think this is the mindset I'm operating from, but take your time, um, not take your time. <laughs> Um, keep to yourself. Don't step on anyone's toes. Don't get into fights. Just kind of keep things chill, basically. And to do that, you have to kind of not ask for attention because attention can sometimes be good attention, but a lot of times it can also be bad attention, right? And no one really, I think the mindset that I was given when I was younger is like no one likes an attention seeker. You know, they don't like an attention whore, as as people might say. Um, there's something icky about that for some reason. And you know, I think deep down it goes down to the concept of not feeling worthy yourself, right? So if you don't feel worthy, how can you, how can you, first of all, how can you ask for, for praise or attention if you don't feel worthy? But also it's like, if you don't feel worthy and you see somebody else asking for attention, you're like, well, if I don't feel worthy, they must not feel worthy. So how, like, how dare they ask for attention when I can't ask for attention, right? So it's like this big, it's very psychological and it goes deep and Obviously, it's different for everyone and there's so many layers to it. But this is one thing that I've really noticed with the concept of taking up space. Another one is um, 
being as small as possible. And this, I think, pertains primarily to women, the concept of smallness. Um, because, I don't know, from my own personal experience, right? You're not only taught to be small in terms of your presence, like your your mental, emotional presence, right? Not asking for too much, like letting things slide, being a people pleaser, being kind, like being very nice and, you know, like just being palatable for people, but also like physically, right? And, you know, in terms of body, bo- body consciousness, women are taught to be small. Like they're taught to, you know, diet culture teaches us to always try the whole point should be to always lose weight right never gain weight to gain weight to be bigger to have more to literally take up more space is bad and so it's ingrained in us i think to be as small as possible to not take up space to not ask for attention and to ask for attention to be boldly and openly big you know physically emotionally whatever is a bad thing and you shouldn't do it and so that prevents us from wanting to do that stuff from wanting to step out and be like look at me you know, look at me. This is who I am and I want to be looked at. Also, it's important to consider that obviously women also deal with a lot of negative attention a lot of the time. So, of course, yes, it makes us very scared to be openly asking, quote unquote, asking for it as, you know, <laughs> as the term goes when it comes to any sort of like, you know, sexual assault or just any sort of negativity around women, femininity, the female body, etc. Right. So yes, of course, in that scenario, it's important to discern when it's appropriate to ask for attention or when it could be actually like potentially life threatening or physically dangerous. Um, So yeah, that's just like one more layer of why I think women have a hard time taking up space. But again, this, this idea of being small applies to men too in just a different way, right? Like, you know, being bigger, taking up more space, you know, I guess in a sense could be seen as the the quote-unquote alpha male trope that we see a lot of right now online and um to to I guess to operate from that place and I'm sure men can you guys can leave some comments below if you think I'm right on this but I think to operate from the place is a little bit um stressful because you now have to become this version of yourself this alpha male that you know if you're gonna ask for attention and to take up space and be big you have to be like this alpha male like there's no other option and alpha males are very like you know the trope of alpha males is they're very like over the top you know and not every man wants to be like that and so i can see also why that might um affect your idea of wanting to take up space and why i guess with regards to the comments i get why when a man sees me online asking for attention constantly it could kind of trigger that a little bit right and i'm not saying it's like I'm not trying to blame men for it. It's like, it's just something that's ingrained in all of us, I think. So with all that in mind and all the hesitation you might have to take up space in your life, how can you finally start, you know, spreading your wings and taking up the space you need to take up? An important aspect of this is obviously knowing what you want and expressing that to the people around you. That I think is the first step in taking up space you know the concept of that you're asking people to to consider you right and consider your needs and your desires and allowing them to make the decision of whether or not they can or want to do that but what that's doing is you're backing yourself up you're making yourself feel worthy of that space of having your needs met and that is the first step in being able to take up space in other ways as well right so getting comfortable with expressing yourself and i have um a podcast episode about that so if you want to listen to that and get more of like a specific 
breakdown of how you can start expressing yourself if you have trouble with that now. But I think that is the first step in in taking up space in your life, within your relationships, whatever. Another aspect of slowly learning how to take up space is to is to lean into what feels good. And this is something I've actually started learning recently in my therapy. Well, maybe in like the last year, but my therapist and I have been really working on the concept of just doing what feels right for right now and and listening to the body, feeling when if something feels good and also when something feels bad. Because I think, especially for people pleasers, and this is where most of my perspectives come from because that's what I was for a very long time and I still have a little bit of that in me, but we're taught often to push through the feelings of bad, like the bad feelings that come with... Um, not sticking to our boundaries, you know, not showing us ourselves the respect that we show to others. That doesn't feel good, right, deep down, but we are taught to kind of push through that and still people please. And so it's hard to kind of get a bearing on what feels good and what feels bad as you get older if you have that mindset in the background all the time. And so with my therapist, what I've been doing is, you know, trying to understand, okay, does this feel good? Okay, and if it doesn't feel good, why are you doing it, right? And that allows you to then clear up space in your life, first of all, because in order to take up space, you have to have the space in your life to take up. So if other people are taking up that space or other things that you don't like or aren't aligned with you are taking up that space, right? Whether those are, you know, unaligned relationships, a career that you don't like that's taking up time in your life, whatever. This allows you to clear up that space so that you can then really open up, spread your wings, right? And then once you understand, okay, does this feel good? Does it feel bad? If it feels bad, clear that space up. Then you go, okay. So if those things are gone now because they felt bad. What feels good? What feels good? And that leaning into that, trying new things slowly, right? Testing them out, seeing, okay, does that feel good? Does that feel good? It'll allow you to slowly, you know, branch out, spread your wings and really lean into who you actually are. And it'll feel more comfortable to start taking up that space in your life because, these things that feel good. Okay, at first they might feel a little uncomfortable to lean into that pleasure. But after a while, you'll feel really empowered because you're finally leaning into who you actually are, right? And so when you start taking up that, when you start leaning into what feels good, it's easier to take up that space. And it doesn't feel as icky anymore because you're like, wait, I love myself and I want myself to feel good, right? Obviously without hurting other people, of course. But I want myself to feel good. So yeah, of course it's not achy for me to take up the space if it feels good, you know? And then once you kind of establish what feels good and how to lean into it, you know, slowly at first, because it will feel a little scary if you're coming from a place of people pleasing and only doing things that make you uncomfortable to please others, um, you'll be able to start kind of figuring out, piecing together your life in a sense and feeling more comfortable to step out of the comfort zone that you're in. And I have another podcast episode about being in the comfort zone and how that's killing who you're meant to become. And this applies here. If you're stuck in this comfort zone because you're not leaning into what feels good, you're leaning into what, you know, comfort feels good, sure, but it's not necessarily good for you, like in in the truest way. Like it'll feel good because it's comfortable, but people stay in abusive situations or, or painful situations because they feel good, not because they actually feel good, but because it's comfortable. That comfort of knowing what to expect feels good. And so they stay in those situations, right? And that's not to like victim blame or anything because we all do it. And it's it's a normal, it's a coping response. It's a way to stay, to, it's for survival, basically. So 
it's totally understandable. Um, but that is one aspect of how you, why you might have a hard time taking up space in your life because you're saying so, you know, along with, as I said before, keeping bad people or bad things in your life, you know, t- using them to take up the space that you want to take up, plus also staying stuck in your comfort zone, not letting yourself kind of step outside of it, like toe that line, literally spread your wings out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah, it'll keep you stuck and it'll it'll keep you really in a really tight, small box. And the person you're becoming, you know, the next version of yourself, because we're always shedding new layers, you're never going to stay the same forever. That person, that version of you can't stay in the same small, tight box forever. And if you do, it's going to be really, really uncomfortable. It's going to hurt. And so the the aspect of taking up space, of asking for a bigger box, of asking for attention, like saying, I deserve this. I need this bigger space. Um, watch me as I grow and I fill it up. While it is scary to do that, it's so necessary to just emotionally grow and to become more aligned and be on a path that feels more right for you. And so as you do that, you kind of notice, you know, I'm taking up more space. I'm asking for this attention and people are giving it to me. You know, they're giving it to me in the way that I want them to. I'm I'm almost guiding the attention I'm getting because I know exactly who I am, what I want, and that I deserve to be seen in this presence of myself, like in this new kind of version with this wider wingspan. I, I, I'm like, I deserve to be seen. I'm like a beautiful creature in a sense. And that applies to everybody. And again, I think this kind of comes back to the concept of men not asking for attention, but men deserve that too, right? Like male peacocks that, that parade around with their huge, beautiful tails, they're male, they're men, you know? And it's, it's just, even in nature, we see that as being the standard, right? And so I just think it's, it's just, it's, I think it's so beautiful to see everybody do that and step into their power, step into what feels good and just be in it, right? And, and comfortably say, you know what, this is who I am, or this is what I made. And I think I deserve attention for it. And if you stand behind yourself, and you truly trust yourself and know that this is aligned for you, other people will see that too. And they will, they will follow, They like they will not follow like you're a cult leader or something, but they will lean into that energy with you and you might also inspire other people to do the same thing and that's actually one of the greatest things that I that I've uh, experienced from putting myself out there taking up space you know posting on TikTok regularly being more you know in the public eye in a sense is that people message me and say you know you've inspired me to do the same thing and like I love that that's exactly what I want to do that that's what I want to see our world be like and I don't mean in the sense of I guess, clout chasing, which I think a lot of people do. I think that's more than, you know, I don't want to say the negative side because I can't be the judge of what's right or wrong or good or bad. But I think that is more of the negative side of taking up space, asking for attention, you know, the clout chasing, the asking for attention with the wrong intentions, you know, without a like a stable foundation to it. If you're asking for attention simply because you want the validation, the approval, the to prove to yourself that you're worthy because you have these people like, following you no you have to have that self-worth in you first in order to then you know take up space and have that space be authentic and aligned for you you know so it is kind of it is a distinction that has to be made but I think you could feel the difference so I'm not saying that I want everyone to kind of be out here and doing crazy things to get attention and and you know overly 
just like overly praising themselves. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's exactly the term I mean, but you know what I mean? Like just being too full of themselves in a sense, not having the understanding of, hey, you're human. Like you're not a god. You're not a world leader. Like you're just a person. And, um, but even though you're a person, you still deserve your attention. You deserve to take up space. You are on this planet for a reason. You made it here. Not like the chances of you being alive is so slim. So it's like, you know, take it, own it, own your space on this planet, in this time, in this universe, you know, um, because you deserve it. We all deserve it. And so, yeah, that's why I think it's really important to talk about the concept of taking up space and how it's so, so necessary um, with career, if you're in a, cre- a creative person or not, right? Even in um, a workplace, like an office workplace, you also need to take up space too. And I get, obviously, there's so many, there's so much nuance there because, you work for somebody, you don't want to step on toes, you don't want to get fired. Like, I get that. But in any kind of relationship, really, you you play a part, you know. We're in a community and you have a part to play and you deserve to fulfill that role for yourself first and then, you know, work with others to kind of cultivate the kind of community and society that we all want to, like, happily live in, you know. Um, so, yeah, I hope... I hope this was an interesting podcast. I hope it helps a little bit to kind of give you the encouragement to say, you know what, I'm going to start leaning into what feels good and taking up the space that I know I deserve. And yeah, um, I'll be back again next week for another episode. Um, Just a little update. Again, I have a newsletter that I've launched recently and I have the second issue up now. It's a and a that I've taken, the questions I've taken from my Instagram comments, my TikTok comments, and answer them in like a longer form with more detail. So if you're interested in that, go have a read. And yeah, I will talk to you all again in the next episode.